What's up, everyone? Welcome back to All Good Points. It's your favorite sports podcast that's hosted by me, Ricky Gray Jr. Colin Kaepernick had a chance to work out for some NFL teams this weekend, and of course, it turned into quite the conversation. So let's get you guys all caught up on that. Following that, we're going to wrap up Week 11 and make some picks for Week 12. Remember to rate and review All Good Points on your favorite podcast platform. Follow me on Instagram at All Good Points Podcast and on Twitter at Ricky Gray Jr. Now let's start the show. Now, you guys know I had to bring back the funk, right? Like, we had rock for like the last two weeks. So I had to bring back the funk, get it feeling funky fresh. Um, Speaking of fresh, there's some fresh news in the NFL. Colin Kaepernick was scheduled for a workout on um, Saturday. And, of course, it turned into quite the conversation slash publicity stunt. Um, so to, to give you the, uh, the spark notes of the situation, uh, before we start talking about the workout itself, because that's actually the part that matters is, you know, whether he can play football or not, or, you know, whether there's some sort of backroom thing going on where he's getting blackballed from the NFL, but we'll talk about that in a second. Anyways, the, uh, the spark notes of what actually happened was he, uh, he had a, a, a practice scheduled by the NFL. Um, and it was relatively last minute, but Cap has been saying that he's been ready to go for the last three years and he just wanted a chance to, you know, showcase his talent and blah, 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 so on and so forth. Um, so the NFL said, OK, well, here here you go. We'll schedule a workout for you. We'll invite all of the teams and uh, any team can go. There's no it's like a no holds bar kind of situation. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So by the weekend, um, 25 teams said that they would be sending scouts out to watch Colin Kaepernick, uh, work out. And it's kind of like a little workout slash, uh, slash tryout slash practice kind of deal. Um, well, there seemed to be some sort of situation that Colin Kaepernick must not have liked because a couple hours before the workout was supposed to start, he said that he was changing the venue. Um, So he decided to change it to a high school that is 60 miles away and invited everybody to follow him there. The reason being um, transparency issues is the way that he put it. Uh, So basically, he kind of cited that there was some strange waiver that the that the NFL wanted him to sign um, that wouldn't allow the people of his team to record any of the footage of the workout that uh, the sole uh, sole owner of the footage would be the NFL and the NFL would have the rights to distribute it. Um, so it's kind of like an interesting situation because you've kind of got like a whole lot of, he said, she said, uh, BS going on. And of the 25 teams that confirmed to go to the tryout, um, only eight of them decided to, uh, follow him to the high school stadium, uh, 60 miles away and watch the workout. Now the NFL has come out and said that there was nothing strange about the waiver that they had given him. It was basically a standard waiver, almost almost like an NDA. If you if you think about a, a, notice, a non-disclosure agreement, it's almost like the same kind of thing. They're the people that own the footage. They're the people that distributed the footage, and um, you can't really do anything with it, which isn't necessarily out of the norm. Um, there's a lot of times where, I mean, even if you're doing something like, like what I do, you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement, whether or not you... Um, Basically, like basically, like you won't say anything to leak any kind of information. And uh, the NFL, I think, was 
kind of in one way trying to cover its own tracks of being like, okay, look, we're doing this 100% on the up and up. Um, there's no funny business going on. We're not trying to, to keep you out of playing football. We're just trying to make sure that we have ourselves protective, protected if a team is not interested in you. You can't say that we didn't try or you can't say that we uh, forced a team's hand or anything like that. So, you know, six of the teams went to the uh, the tryout or the practice at the high school stadium. And I sat and I watched about um, for about two hours some of the footage to, to kind of get an idea of whether or not he was, you know, kind of in peak physical condition. And from a physical aspect, he looks good, right? Because he can, you know, he can throw a football, he can move quickly. We all remember who Colin Kaepernick was in the first place. Um, but there are some things that kind of bother me about that form of a workout, right? So if you have a workout where you're just dropping back and you're throwing passes and, you know, you're kind of, oh, drop back, scramble, throw a pass off the back foot. Like when you're doing that kind of stuff, um, it's hard for me to gauge whether or not you're actually fit to quarterback. Like it, it, throwing a football isn't necessarily a, a hard thing to do, right? I can stand on the 50, uh, 50 yard line and throw a ball into the end zone. Does that make me a good quarterback? Absolutely not. It just means I have a good arm. Um, so you can't really gauge how well a quarterback is going to be, especially if you're a team that's looking to sign somebody you can't really gauge anything off of something like that. Like they didn't even run like five on fives, three on threes, anything like that. There was no coverage, nothing. He didn't have to go through progressions or anything like that. It was very like, Hey guys, just look, I can throw a ball still. I I can't say that the NFL would be, or even NFL teams would be wrong for not being interested in that. Because I mean, honestly, when you bring a quarterback in for a practice, you don't bring them in and say, Hey, go throw this slant route. If you can throw this slant route, there's a chance for you on this team. That's not how that works. You know, there's a lot of tests that they have to be put through. And I'm not saying that Colin couldn't pass those tests if if those were brought up to him. I'm just saying that Saturday's showing wasn't really a good representation of, hey, I can still be in the league. Um, and that's just my two cents on it. Well, as far as two cents went, everything flew off the rails after the workout because, of course, after the workout, Colin Kaepernick, you know, gets in front of the camera and talks about how, you know, owners are scared and the NFL has been scaring these owners into, you know, not signing him and his his agent has been ready for blah, 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 and he's been ready for three years and the NFL is BSing around and this and this and this and this, and it just turns into really a publicity stunt. Um well, then, to follow that up, of course, the days later, analysts, uh, you know, uh, media people and, you know, staff get a hold of it, and they start running with it. So, it turned into this whole thing where Stephen A. was commenting about how, um, if Stephen A., by, by saying Stephen A., I mean Stephen A. Smith, um, was talking about how it doesn't seem like he wanted to play. It doesn't seem like he actually wanted to go out there to show that he could still play. And um, Stephen A. went on to say that, you know, some of his sources have told him only two teams were actually interested in Kaepernick's services and that 10 owners didn't actually even want Kaepernick in the league. The two teams that wanted his services or were interested in his services uh, were free to bring Kaepernick to a tryout and instead they declined to do so. Uh, so it's, it's still, it still seems like we're in kind of a um, stalemate here. And it just, it's kind of, 
it's kind of strange that we're at the point that we're at, right? It's 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 really really strange. Um, so Stephen A. kind of went in and he he ripped into Colin Kaepernick a little bit, and then Eric Reed, another activist in the league that's you know currently playing, um, went on to quote Malcolm X and and say all of this stuff about Stephen A. Smith, call Stephen A. a uh, dancer for the NFL that he just sits and dances for the NFL and does what they want them to do and. And then he brings Jay-Z into it because Jay-Z has a partnership or a business relationship with Roger Goodell and is the reason why Colin had this workout in the first place, really. It can all get linked back to Jay-Z putting some pressure on on uh, Roger Goodell to kind of make this situation right. So both sides kind of just turn this into it's about this, it's about that. You know, we think it's about football or we think it's supposed to be about football. And still to this day, I don't think it's about football. Um I think it's I think on both sides there's um some confusion <laughs> I I guess is a a good way good way to put it um because it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like with whatever Colin's doing or the way that he's going about it it doesn't seem like that's a very good idea to get yourself back into the league if you're going to kind of put on this show out in public um it, I'm I'm just saying like teams aren't necessarily interested in drama storylines right now. I mean, Antonio Brown is one of the best wide receivers in the league, but he's drama. And there's no reason to bring, you know, drama onto your team. It was the same kind of thing with T.O. a long time ago, Terrell Owens. It was the same kind of thing with him. He was just drama. And a lot of people didn't really want to take a risk on that. Same thing with Johnny Manziel. You know, was he an okay quarterback at Texas A&M? Yeah. Did he fit football? No. But, I mean, on top of not fitting football – he really just didn't fit like the narrative of somebody that you want to be leading a team where it's just me, 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 me constantly. And I can't say that Colin, if he got onto a NFL team, would be more about the team than his own kind of pursuit of activism. And there's nothing wrong with being an activist, but there's a time and a place for it. And it doesn't seem like he knows when to pick the time and the place. That's just my thoughts on it. Um, it's just kind of a strange situation to to kind of watch because there are teams that are in need of quarterbacks. I don't I don't think that this I don't think that this workout turns into anything for Colin though. Um I don't even really think that it was a good enough showing to really interest teams because there was no defense, there was no coverage, there was nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not like you were even doing like a skills challenge where, you know, you have to you have to prove accuracy and distance and, you know, things like that. It was just like, oh, OK, well, let's go run some backyard routes and and toss the football around. So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm not too happy with with the way that the situation turned out. I'm kind of I'm kind of on the fence about, you know, whether or not they should kind of continue pursuing this, because at this point, I feel like it's it's beating a dead horse. Uh, I think it's just time we, we let this whole issue go and and maybe Cap can find, you know, work elsewhere. You know, maybe it's not in the NFL. It's the NFL is not right for everybody. Tim Tebow is doing good playing baseball now. You know, it's just it's just kind of a situation where it seems like, you know, two organizations, you know, calling Cap uh, uh, an organization in himself. It just seems like these two organizations or these two minds can't really gel together and, and be about the game or be about each other or anything like that. Like, there's no common ground is, I guess, what I'm trying to say there. Um, but let's take a quick break and then uh, wrap up week 11. 
All right, so let's get this week 11 wrapped up, starting with the Thursday night game, which was quite the uh, quite the game. The Browns were able to beat the Steelers 21-7, to but that's not really the storyline that we want to talk about, which is interesting because it is a big deal, the Browns beating the Steelers. But after that, you know, after that little headline there, the bigger headline is Miles Garrett ripping off Mason Rudolph's helmet and bashing him over the head with it. Um Mason Rudolph was being a little bit of a twerp, but Miles Garrett flipping out like that at the end of the game when you kind of already got the game won, it's just a little bit unnecessary, a little bit on the side of unnecessary, right? Um, helmet-to-helmet contact in the NFL is illegal, so imagine helmet-to-skull contact. Just not good. It's not a good look, Miles. Uh, so Miles was suspended for the rest of the year. Um Mike Pouncey, I think is his name. Mike Pouncey got suspended for three games because he was punching and kicking Miles Garrett when when Miles was finally already on the ground. Mason Rudolph was calling it a coward move and things like that. I mean, he was, I, I get it, but Mason Rudolph was also trying to kick Miles Garrett in the nuts a bunch of times and trying to rip Miles' helmet off. So there's it's a lose-lose kind of situation. Nobody looked good. Nobody came out looking good for many of it. Um but yeah, moving on, Cowboys were able to beat the Lions 35-27. to What I'll point out that was good about Detroit was Bo Scarborough. He had 14 carries, 55 yards, one touchdown. That's a pretty good day, and they kept up. Like, they, they kept up pretty well with the Cowboys throughout the game. Um, but I, what I do have to point out is Dak Prescott had a crazy, crazy game. 29 for 46, 444 yards, three touchdowns. All of that hip switching at the beginning of the game has to be doing something. I think I'm just going to start my week off by doing some hip switches right when I wake up in the morning. Um, the Colts were able to beat the Jaguars 33-13. to the, the Colts' offense looked insane. You know, they're they're really pushing for this playoff run. Um, and I think they're doing a really good job at making a case for it. Uh, moving on, the Bills were able to beat the Dolphins 37-20. to You know, Josh Allen had a pretty solid game, four touchdowns. Uh, Fitzpatrick didn't look horrible, but really what I'll point out is John Brown, nine receptions, 137 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, you got to put somebody over the top of that guy, right? Like you got to figure out a way to stop him if you're Miami. But then again, it is Miami. Talking about a thrilling game, the Vikings were able to come back from a 20-point deficit at halftime to beat the Broncos 27-23. to You did not hear me stutter. They were down 20-0 to at halftime, okay? They came back. And, and I don't know, I honestly don't know how they did it. As I was watching the game, I was like, this is insane. This is really insane. It looked like Kirk hit another gear um, out there, and he just looked amazing. 29 for 35, 319 yards, three touchdowns. I think he's at 121 consecutive passes without an interception thrown, which is the longest active streak in the NFL right now. Insane. He's, he's playing lights out football right now. They got down early. You know, that is something to still point out. They can't have a, they can't have a first half like that again, but what a way to battle back. Uh, the saints got back on track, uh, beating the Buccaneers 34 to 17. And it looks like, you know, that the, that the saints are actually going to be able to make a solid push at this, um, sitting at eight and two doing good. Um, even though they had that little bit of a hiccup last week, it looks like they got everything back on track and, uh, breeze is feeling pretty good. Jets were able to beat the Redskins 34-17. Not much to say there. Really not much to say there. Sam Darnold had one hell of a game, 19 for 30, 293 yards, four touchdowns. Um, what I actually will point out, while, what, I'll, what I will point out while I'm here, is Dwayne Haskins was pleading with his offensive line on the, on the sideline, asking them what he can do to help them. And I think that's one of the saddest things that I've seen because that kid has a lot of talent. 
and it just seems like he's getting battered week in and week out. And, you know, that's that's really tough to see. Falcons, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row they do something that shocks me. Beat the Panthers 29-3. to I don't know what happened. I really don't. Kyle Allen, probably the worst game of his life, and he's probably going to want to forget this game. 31 for 50, 325 yards, and four interceptions. Man. Man, that is horrible. Um, Lamar Jackson really made me, making me eat my own words when the, uh, the the Ravens beat the Texans 41-7. to Lamar just had another crazy game, 17 for 24, 222 yards, four touchdowns. This kid's proven to be an elite quarterback right now. He's playing at a very, very high level. Uh, 49ers were able to beat the Cardinals 36-26. to It really looked like the 49ers were about to about to lose that game. It really did, and I was like, no way they lose to the Cardinals. Uh, but they were able to pull it out. Jimmy Garoppolo had a pretty good game, 34 for 45, 424 yards, four touchdowns. Debo Samuel, eight receptions, 134 yards. I mean, their offense just plays incredible, and it looked like really what the problem was, the defense wasn't matching the offense. But towards there late in the game, the defense showed up, and uh, yeah, the 49ers were able to pull that out. Raiders, three in a row at this point. I think I'm going to talk. I'm, I'm going to keep talking about the Raiders because the more I talk about them, the more they win, and I'm I'm not mad at that. They they were able to beat the Bengals 17 to 10. Moving on to six and four. Derek Carr had a good game. Josh Jacobs had a great game. The Bengals are sitting at 0 and 10 right now, and they actually started bring, uh, bringing the bags out, which I think is kind of funny. Um, yeah, the Bengals aren't going to get on the track anytime soon. So you know, just go ahead and sit through this losing season. It's okay. Usually things pick up, you know, uh, the more you go along. Patriots were able to beat the Eagles 17-10. to 10. That was kind of a grindy game. Uh, not super entertaining. So, you know, kind of like a rematch, like a little little Super Bowl rematch, except the Patriots won this time. Um, so good on them. Rams were able to get another dub. 17-7 uh, to 7 beat the Bears. Mitchell Trubisky was pulled at the end of the game. They're saying that it was a hip stinger. I'm thinking that it was something more along the lines of him not playing well, and they just decided to bench him. Uh, and in the Monday night game, a, a thriller, uh, Patrick Mahomes was able to get the dub and get the Chiefs back in the win column, 24 to 17, beat the Chargers. Uh, at the end of the game there, the Chargers had a chance to, you know, score and at least tie it up or if they wanted to go to, to go for two, win the game. But Philip, uh, Philip Rivers threw a interception to Sorensen, ending the game and effectively ending the talk of the Chiefs being on a skid. So good job to Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's something that you like to see. I like watching Patrick Mahomes win. I don't know why. You know, maybe I should root against him. But at the same time, he's in the AFC. You know, it's hard to root for somebody that's that entertaining. Uh, let's let's make some picks, though. So let's talk about these Week 12 games. Coming up first, the Thursday night game. Colts versus Texans. Honestly, honestly, the way that the Colts have been playing right now, I have to take the Colts. And I think that they move on to take uh, take a solid lead in the AFC South. I really do. So I got to take the Colts in that game. Uh, Bucks at the Falcons. I got to take the Falcons with the way that the Falcons have been playing. And I bet you they're going to lose now that I've picked them. Broncos at the Bills. The Broncos played really, really good against Minnesota. But I don't think that they head into Buffalo and play the Bills that way. So I'm going to take the Bills. Uh, Giants at the Bears. I'll take the Bears in that game. Home team again. Uh, Steelers at Bengals. Got to take the Steelers. The Bengals just don't really have anything to compete with the Steelers right now, so there's not much to say there. Dolphins versus the Browns. Browns. Um, Dolphins, I don't I don't really see winning another game. But you know what? Maybe they'll shock me. You never know. Panthers at the Saints. I got to take the Saints in that one. Drew Brees and the rest of that Saints team are starting to feel it. 
we're heading into playoff time. That's when the Saints really start to uh, turn up the heat, if you know what I'm saying. Raiders at the Jets. I got to take the Raiders, man. The Raiders are playing really, really good, and they're pushing for that spot in the uh, in the playoffs. So I think that they're going to keep their foot on the gas. I think Josh Jacobs is going to get over 100 yards, which will put him over 1,000 yards for the year and be in conversation for Rookie of the Year. If he's not in conversation already, he needs to be in the conversation for Rookie of the Year. At me on Twitter if you disagree with me. I don't care. I don't care. You can at me. Seahawks at the Eagles. I think this is the upset for the Seahawks. I think the Eagles at I think the Eagles at home actually take this game. So I'm going to take the Eagles. Lions at the Redskins. I'll take the Lions over the Redskins. Jaguars at Titans. I'm going to take the Titans. Uh, Ryan Tannehill and the rest of that team kind of seem to have a solid idea, especially at home. They're sitting at three and two at home. So I think they take a win over the Jaguars this year, kind of bump themselves up in their own division, but I don't think it's going to do much for them going forward playoff-wise or anything like that. Cowboys at the Patriots. Honestly, this is this is America's game of the week. This is the most American game you can have. The the, the reigning, defending Super Bowl champion uh, New England Patriots versus America's team, quote-unquote, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but boy, the, the Cowboys are heading into Foxborough. I have to take the Patriots. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't take the Patriots. You can't not take the Patriots at home, right? They're four and zero at home. There's no way that they lose that game. Um, a big game, really big game. Packers at 49ers. Man, the 49ers are minus three and a half right now, or uh, minus three right now. And um, I don't think that I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo beats Aaron Rodgers, even with how good the 49ers defense is, or how good I think the 49ers defense is. I don't think I don't think that they can beat Aaron Rodgers. So I'll take Aaron Rodgers away. Uh, I'll take the Packers over the 49ers. Give me that plus three. I'll definitely take that as a bet. Uh, Ravens at the Rams. That's a really interesting game there because the Rams can kind of play like spoiler. And they can put a lot of pressure on Lamar Jackson. The Rams' defense has the front seven to do it. They're at home. You know, there's a lot of things that sway in the Rams' way in the Rams' direction to make me want to say the Rams. But at the end of the day, I have to trust my gut and say Lamar Jackson and the Ravens actually get that done. Now, here's an interesting little tidbit for you. Did you know that Lamar Jackson already has 788 yards rushing? Did you know that fact? Just... Just throwing that out there, you know, there's a lot of games left. There's a good chance that Lamar Jackson has over a thousand yards rushing. Just saying. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Remember to rate and review all good points on your favorite podcast platform. Follow me on Instagram at all good points podcast and on Twitter at Ricky Gray Jr. I will see you guys next week. Stay beautiful. Stay fun. Look out for my articles on the Daily Norseman. Um, Follow me on Twitter. I think I already said that at the All Good Points Podcast. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Ricky Gray Jr. and at All Good Points Podcast. DM me questions, all of these things. Send me your picks, everything. I will talk to you guys next week. You guys have a wonderful weekend.